Hello and welcome to the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. Hello and welcome to episode 9 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. This is the only podcast by, for, and about screenplay writers. I am Ryan Abbott. My name is Nathan Hare. And we're your co-hosts, obviously. Nathan, how are you doing? Good to be here. Good to be back. Yes. Um, yes, it's another another day with you in the studio, and I'm doing good. I right on. Yeah. fine. Well, our first uh, batch of eight episodes went over really well. Uh, we've received tons of uh, positive private messages, private DMs uh, to our private uh, accounts that have just been really incredibly uh, positive and, and complimentary, and we thank everyone for those private messages that are not publicly available for everyone else to see been really awesome to see a sort of a community building around our podcast um and it's sort of it is yeah, kind it of is. kept in the dark it's private yeah unable under the to, radar a yeah. little bit but that's good you know that's what i think when we set out to do this we wanted to appeal to a community and to build a community that wasn't already you know all out there you know saying hey look at me i'm a screenplay writer we right you know that's well, not our style and that's the thing too is that screenplay writing in itself is kind of a private endeavor i mean True. you when you're, you're watching a movie you're not watching a video of the screenplay writer reading out the screenplay you're watching exactly. actors act out and it's not even till the credits that you but whether before the movie or after that you get to see who actually wrote it and oftentimes screenwriters happen to be kind of private person private people because i know that i'm a private person myself right yeah um you're more uh i would say of an extrovert uh, i'm kind of an introvert extrovert yeah i wouldn't say i'm one or the other more bit more complexity in there but yeah get a couple that's of what beers I would say. in you and you'll no. <laughs> i mean i, I don't mean, mean i to... think usually i'm pretty consistent oh. Why don't we dive into this episode, episode nine um, of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. And I'm just going to start by asking Nathan, tell us what uh, great movies you've seen lately. Right. Um, I Anything. Yeah. Come to mind or not? Um, I don't have much coming to mind yeah. either for myself, to be honest. I know we've texted quite a bit in the past couple of weeks, and mm -hmm. movies that we've seen have not come up that that often. We've mostly been, been texting about switching shifts yeah. at the coffee shop. Oh, don't get me started about switching shifts. <laughs> uh, well, you, sell, you tell somebody <clears throat> their, your availability, and yeah, then the next thing you, you know, it's a Typically, story. people would respect that if you you know, put it on the schedule request pile. Uh, but, hey, who, you know, who am I to judge um, what other people do with their scheduling? Yeah. It does affect us, all, everyone who works. You know, we're uh, as, as you might know, listeners, uh, 
Nathan and I work at uh, a coffee shop, a pretty popular Steam and successful coffee shop, coffee. Steam Engine. And yeah, you know, it's been a little bit of a struggle there recently, lately, but uh, we're we're making do. We're understaffed. Yeah, we're um, understaffed. So time. that's good. It's good for making money, of course. Yeah, uh, we're getting shifts, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. And customers are getting their coffee from two of the most tired folks around. Yeah. This Definitely. lovely city, yeah. uh, which is kind of an ironic twist in my mind. But we're not so tired that we can't, you know, bring the coffee to people's tables no. when they order a coffee. You know, if it's not busy and I'm, I've am i made your coffee and there aren't five other orders following, which usually there are, but if there aren't, I'm bringing it right to your table. It kind of rubs me the wrong way when I'm at another type of co- another coffee shop and... They just set the coffee on the counter. And I'm like, you're not busy. Can you just carry it another 11 feet to my table? Exactly. And and I'll, I'll have you know that I'm busy because probably we're working on a screenplay on that in that very coffee shop. Bingo. And exactly. A lot of these the times when you get into the zone of writing, you don't want to... Oh, uh, uh, there's a latte for me at the bar. And I have to run up there now when I'm in the middle of writing an awesome conflict scene. Totally. one of the dozens and dozens of screenplays that we've written. So. Yeah. And speaking of, you know, speaking of which, um, that brings us to today's theme, which is tension. It's very apropos. Yes. Uh, you know, as I guess we've been alluding, we have had some tension around the cafe lately. And I guess that is what inspired this theme. I was. It was funny because, you know, you sent me an email uh, as yeah. you do always kind of saying, okay, this is what I think about, we should do. Yeah, about this And it was funny. It was a bit of a meta moment because I'm thinking, okay, so it's almost like the work world and the podcast world. I mean, not that the podcast isn't work, but it is a passion project Enjoy, at this joy point. Joyful work. Yes. Um, and essentially, it's almost like these two worlds are melding into each yeah. other because there's Colliding. tension at the cafe. Yeah. But now there's tension in the podcast literally and right, right. Uh, figuratively with this episode's theme being tension. So I just Absolutely. thought that was kind of interesting. And I took a screenshot of that email and tweeted it out just yep. to say, okay, you, you don't know the context behind this, but this is, it's, it is a funny That's moment. That's where it's coming from. And it's yeah. in itself no. there. Absolutely. Well, tension, you know, is what, what makes a, a movie great. Whether it's a comedy, a, uh, a horror movie, or a driller, a dram- dramatic thriller, you need tension. You need plot points and characters that uh, illustrate the concept of tension. Now, I'm more of a character guy myself. I'm dialogue through and through. You're dialogue and plot. You love the plot points. It is true. I do love coming up with little little excuses for, for oh, people to do it. stuff, kind of. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, have to, they have to go get this thing or do errands. Yeah, do or this whatever. or that. Yeah, yeah. Leave a room and stuff. Yeah. But... Either way, tension is critical, and you what you want to do with tension is raise it. Yes. You don't want to be starting out with, let's say, a level of five tension, and then continuing along linearly a level five tension throughout. You want to jack that up, you know, maybe a five, maybe a six, maybe an eight, okay? Maybe jump to an 11, and then maybe bring in some happiness and stuff, and then skip up to a level 13 tension. And that's how you would do tension. 
And it's funny, uh, at the beginning of this segment, you were mentioning the different genres, and comedy True. came up. And it's funny because I was about to disagree with you there and say okay. that comedies okay. can't have tension. Right. Because when I think tension, I usually picture, a, I don't know, a Freddy Krueger or a Jason, you know, right. roaming a, through the forest, and you're thinking, oh, these guys Or two are lawyers. Two lawyers. Going at it. Battling it out yeah. and in the uh, court Boardroom. Yeah, the boardroom. Yeah. yeah, or court. Um, but... Now that I think about it, comedy itself can have a few moments of tension. I'm thinking of a few awkward moments, if mm -hmm. you will, when yeah. you're watching the screen and you're thinking, oh boy, I would not want to be in the room when right that's now, happening. When that's happening. Yeah, no, um, that's a really good point. I, so I think tension. I think t with tension, you actually want it even more in comedies because that's what makes the comedy moments even more comedic right. is when there's fr there's friction and uh let's say a level six or seven of tension then you insert a joke and the audience falls apart with laughter and that's a good thing it's exactly what you want in a comedy maybe not so much in a a driller yeah. no you wouldn't want that in a driller so much you'd want to reserve that for comedy that's a good way to know. Sometimes you don't know the genre of the movie as you're writing it. And if you're that's writing true. something and you're falling apart with laughter because it's so funny, chances you, are you're writing a comedy. You might have a comedy yeah. on your hands. Yeah. <laughs> Which isn't so much a bad thing. No, it's not, not so bad. But they aren't as good as... In today's world. Yeah. Well, let's move on to script Dialogue. surgery. Dialogue. Character development. Jokes, plot points, and today in script surgery, we're going Story. to talk tension Writing. in Dunkirk. Yeah. So yeah, this is the segment where we essentially dissect, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. yep. analyze, yep. break we down, tear it apart. A, a diagnose the problems. Yes, the problems, and we say, okay, now that we've uh, made them clear, how can we fix this? Yeah, we go one step further than just pointing them out. Uh, like a critic would, and we actually take the screenplay yeah. writer's initiative to say, this is how you mm, can fix this. Here would we fix this. Yeah. Exactly. We go, you know, five or six steps further than the average screenplay analyst would go, I would say. And we really did, we'd really tear it apart and rebuild it, um, which Oftentimes is what we're going to do completely, today. completely changing. Totally different. The film. Yeah. The name. For better or for worse. Characters. For better or for worse. We don't know how it's going to turn out. That's yeah. the whole point. So Dunkirk was a pretty great screenplay. Yeah. Uh, there were some issues I had with it, which was unsure what's happening. Yeah. Uh, through much of the first half, um, there were characters in boats, and uh, you were like, which side is this guy on? Yeah. Am I right? Like, um, Well, this is an art film, and with like all yeah. art films, you are watching it for the visuals and not so much for the plot or story. I wouldn't right. say that this Christopher Nolan, he's kind of... It's funny because he takes these concepts that I would normally think would be smash hits, like yeah. Batman or... Inception. Inception. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, with this one, Memento. He, took, he took War. Yeah. War. And yeah. he kind of puts his own little spin on them in a way that you wouldn't expect where you go, okay, I know what, I'm used to Batman chasing down villains, and in this one, it's yeah. 
different than that. New concept, a bit out of left field. Yeah. Left field. Even the name Dunkirk. Um, yeah, I wouldn't where he associate got it from, that with any particular no, war. Or no, anything. where he got it from, I've, you know, is a, that's part of what the mystery and, frankly, the tension is with yeah, this movie. Exactly. Is figuring out why it's called that, where these characters are going, and what's going to turn out uh, to them. Exactly. So, and I almost, I, a lot of people say that film is a, whether you agree or disagree, that film is a work of art. Yeah. Um, and But I do kind of feel that with Christopher Nolan because I oftentimes feel like when I'm walking to a movie theater to watch one of his movies, like I'm stepping into an art gallery, a mm. modern art gallery. Interesting. Because it almost does kind of feel like that thing where you go, okay, my kid could make this. Yeah. And you're kind of thinking... That's true. Uh, yeah. What's so impressive about this again? And so it must it must come down to process. Yeah. And you know when you say it's an art film, I I see where you're coming from. I would have said uh, that film and this film in particular is a craft film. Uh, you know, it's like uh, a craft is all about the process. It's about the skill involved yeah. in putting it together, but, as opposed to art, which is pure expression. Uh, Dunkirk, a lot of craft went into it, but I think you have a great point when you say it's an art film because half the t- it seemed almost like a surrealist painting to me. Pure expression, I don't know what's happening. Who are these people? Yeah. Everybody's got the same haircut. I can't hardly tell anything apart. So well, I think you hit it right on the nail, the head of the thanks, nail. Thanks, man. I actually really appreciate that. Cool. Now it's time for Logline Cage Match. <laughs> So Logline Cage Match is a no-holds-barred attempt for us to pitch each other movies based on the logline, and essentially we give each other honest feedback. Should we continue writing this? Should we pitch this to any executives? Should they come into our contact, etc.? And the main issue here is to be completely honest. And that's something that we pride ourselves on. The industry is honest. Audiences are on- honest when they're watching a movie. Exactly. And so we, we just try, try to, to simulate be, that here in we this si- segment. We simulate it and we stimulate debate in a cage format. Okay, today for Logline Cage Match, I will uh, I will present you with my latest screenplay um, that uh, I've, I've thought up the, the concept for. And I have started writing this one. It would be, I think, my 28th screenplay. Uh, it, once really? I complete it, yeah, which is I know it's quite a lot, but finished? to me, that was all finished. Um, it depends on your definition of finished. For me, for me, art's never finished. But if I do win an award for anything, then I declare it finished. So in that sense, I have a finished eleven screenplays. Are this they all one, sh- sh- or some of them short films? No, yeah, yeah. There's six shorts. Six shorts, uh, oh, but they're those. they're long shorts. So I count them because of the craft and energy that went into them, which surprisingly was uh, just as much as a, a, f- a full length feature. Uh, just, but I think that's just Might my be process. Though, if you're saying that you had that um, many, but plays. my process, I tend to really work hard on things and emphasize quality. I know some others have a focus more on quantity, which. Is okay, but for me it's about quality, therefore I count them. This one is called 30-something Chess Master. 
A mid-thirties writer discovers he has a hidden talent for chess. When a grandmaster passes out at a chess tournament and the writer gets pulled out of the audience to complete his game. He wins his first match in a stunning maneuver no one's ever seen before, then gradually rises through the ranks to become the greatest of chess players, despite his age, which isn't even that old. Okay. What do you think? Oh, yeah, it's really good. Okay. It's funny because... Well, we we were actually watching. We were walking through the park, and we saw two people playing chess. And yeah, we did. I kind of did see the inspiration for this one kind of unfold mm, in a way. You know what? You're right. That is where it came from. Yeah. And I just kind of imagine them kind of just randomly pointing out maybe one of us and saying, "You, can you finish this match for me? My like chest is feeling constricted or something." And then the guy falls over. And then I swoop in and win the match, but uh, that didn't happen. But that's where the idea came from. I, I see it being as uh, could be part of like a six movie franchise. This chess one, and and uh, every other every other screenplay would end with the guy losing to keep the audience interested and coming back for the next one. But you know, I would don't want to spoil the whole plan. That every movie. He would be in the audience and then get pulled up on on stage. Um, only in one, two, four, and five. Okay. Well, that was today's episode, uh, episode nine. Thanks very much for listening. It's been a pleasure. Make sure to um, check out all our stuff online. We do have a Twitter account. Yeah. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. And as always, keep your dialogue snappy. Keep writing.